This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I am Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno. With me is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, first QN student at Aikido Fresno. Right. And uh, part time, one time instructor. One time instructor. <laughs> one time instructor. All right. And hopefully, maybe one day it'll be two time. Yeah, three two time, times. Four time. Four time, five four time. Four time, five time. <laughs> then you're like, I got to do it again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> another class, another, another day. Class. Then it's just, once you do it like four times, then it's just forever after that. All right. So. Welcome to the rest of your life. Yep, yep, yep. So we do have a topic that we're going to be discussing today that comes from... Jared Wilson, Jared Wilson. of uh, Marshall Thoughts Podcast. Yeah. If you guys haven't listened to it yet, you should give it a listen. Yeah. And uh, he always has some good stuff and some good insights and questions and et cetera. So forth. Do you have uh, yeah. what he wrote? Yeah. I so do. let's And then we'll jump in. Uh, so he messaged us a little while back. Um, he said, I'm just going to read it out. He said, just a slow conclusion I'm coming to. I don't quite know what you can do with it. Maybe you can use it. Maybe you can think about it. So here it is. Uh, Lichtenauer, Dobringer, et al. All write their manuscripts for quote-unquote, not common fencers, meaning you have to know the basics of using a sword before getting any full use of their material. It seems to me that O-sensei taught Aikido in the same way. He never taught fighting because he assumed you already knew that. He was teaching, for lack of a better word, an advanced system to put on top of that, which is why he never had a legitimate syllabus. Could this be a serious weakness of the Aikido syllabus in that we, as modern martial artists, don't know the basic fighting to begin with? If that's the case, should all the basics be taught before Aikido, or can we just can we teach just the Aikido, the end result, by itself? Oh man, that's good. That's a good question. That's a deep, that's like a lot to unpack, because there's like levels, you know, in it. Um, so we've talked before about Aikido being... Um, like uh not a fit but the the a system that you put on top of other systems so i think we did this when we talked about the weapon systems um maybe so yeah. and how um we've got two years know, of podcasting i know who sure. knows who knows what <laughs> it all kind of blurs together but i think i think when we were talking about the weapons uh systems we sort of talked about that idea of like the aikido uh the weapon system stack on top or vice versa however right, you want right, to look right, at it but right. you modularity know, you, yeah yeah there yeah there you go perfect um so i mean i do think that is a very um a good like astute like view of things um especially i would think in the early um makings of aikido when and this makes sense because, you know, it wasn't a system until it was. So if it wasn't a system, they were relying on other systems that they may have studied to sort of lay the, the groundwork. So that's probably where that comes from, right? Well, so if I were a better Aikido historian, I could I could pinpoint these things from you. But there is definitely a consensus uh, for a while among a certain group of students um, that Ueshiba would only teach people who already knew – martial arts right so like that he was teaching a finishing martial art um and so he's only taking students who were already experts in other fields of martial right, arts already had a black and belt that's or right and, and and that was the idea um now i'm not sure how much of that is and this is why i said i'm not a good enough 
Aikido historian of this, but I believe this kind of comes from a, a culmination of a few things. One thing is the Kodokan sending um, some of their advanced students over to train with Yuishiba, right? And so that was kind of part of that idea. And, and Yuishiba having a selection process, especially in the early days of like, you know, who could come to the dojo and who couldn't come to the dojo, stuff like that. Did um, they have to prove that they were black belts or like? No, so so I so the Kodokan thing, uh-huh. and this is what I mean, like it's a mess. It's a it's a mess. Um, but the Kodokan, uh, Jigoro Kano just sent over some students that he thought would be good at taking in what Yoshi was doing. Mm-hmm. Now, look, this is not uncommon for the Kodokan at that time. Jigoro Kano, anyone he thought in Japan was teaching something interesting martial arts would send some guys over there. To so they could it. learn it or whatever. Yeah, steal it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm saying that a little tongue-in-cheek because I honestly believe Jigoro Kano had the best of intentions, um, which is I want to preserve the good stuff of yeah, all yeah, this, yeah. you know, make it all work. Um, and he had already been successful with jiu-jitsu directly. So, anyways, um, so I think that mixes into it. I think uh, also mixing into it is like this idea of the, there being these challenges and then people who were defeated by Ueshiba or Inoue or one of the early guys of the Kodokan, uh, Shirata or whatever, um, they were like, oh, now I want to be your student. And so like, you know, it's like, oh, they were defeated by Aikido, so now they want ah, to right. um, be a student of. And there's also a story of Ueshiba and uh, one of his uh, jujitsu sparring partners for years that Ueshiba could never beat. And then after Ueshiba had his enlightening experience in 1925, he could defeat the guy. Um, and what defeat means, uh, we don't know exactly. But um, so there's several little stories like this. I'm not sure exactly where it comes to, but if you look at um, popular Aikido uh, like uh, myth or uh, ideas right, lore. or whatever, the, the lore, lore yeah, the mythos, yeah, of is that there definitely mythos. was Yoshiba was was taking students from other martial arts and trying to teach them Aikido. So there's a historic precedence for that idea, right? Okay. Um, then I think there's uh, something something interesting in the modern approach to it and and saying that, you know, Aikido is not about fighting. And that's definitely a part of what's going on with Aikido. Um, and so if you want to know about fighting, you should already know that before you come right, right. to Aikido because it's not about fighting, right? So that's just something different. Right. And man, that if you're saying it like that, I feel like would definitely clear up a lot of the struggles that we're having with people wondering what Aikido is for and blah, blah, blah. If we could just go like, look, go learn to fight uh, and put that in quotes and have it mean whatever you want. And then come back to Aikido, and we will we will be able, you will be better prepared to understand what Aikido does. Yeah, you'll be if, ready for this. What we're right. doing here, because you you will clearly be able to see the fighting art that you studied, whether it's boxing or you know whatever. whatever is, yeah. You will better be able to understand what it does and uh, what you want to do with it, and where Aikido may or may not fit into that. Uh, those ideas, right? So I mean, I think that's a that's really awesome. Um, yeah, that does make sense. But there's a there's a confusing, logical, <clears throat> sticky wicket in here. So if you if you like follow the lore and you follow this idea and you say, uh, oh, someone who's an expert at fighting was defeated by Aikido, mm-hmm. then that means Aikido stuff's better than fighting stuff, and so. Uh, that means Aikido beats fighting stuff. So if you want to be the best fighter, you should study Aikido. Do you fall, see that right, yeah. stupid? I mean, it's tricky. Sure. Yeah. I do see that that, that could exist. I don't. I wouldn't. Yeah. I mean. It, I so, wouldn't personally have that. Like, you know, 
Because you know better. Right. Yeah, you know better. You totally know better. So I'm when just coming... I didn't know better, right, I was right. deceived by this thing. Right. And I think a lot of people studying Aikido are totally deceived right. by so this thing. So they would come in and then and I want to be, be the best fighter. Right. So I'll study the thing that beats fighting. Right. I might as well shortcut all that other bullshit and just come you to Aikido. It. You got Because it. that's what's going to win the fighting. Right. Whatever right. that means. Right. But, that, but you can only win the fighting with that if you already know the fighting skills. Well, yeah, well, uh, yes and no, <laughs> right? So, look, look, it's tricky because, look, the best way to have a society is to not have fighting in your society. Okay. Okay. But if you are a fighter in a society that doesn't fight, you can beat up everyone in that society and then you could just rule the society. Right. But then you have a society that no one likes, so that's not a good society. Well, I'm going back to the beginning. So, if you're saying that Aikido beat the, the, the other fighting and that's why Aikido is superior. But the person who did the beating in Aikido at that time also knew the fighting thing on top of Aikido. You know what I'm saying? So they they weren't just using pure Aikido, Aiki or Aikido, whatever that means, right? Uh, it's tricky, man. So to beat the fighters, you're not trying to become the best fighter. So look, whether he was a good fighter or not, and there definitely was a time Yoshiba was doing a lot of fighting, so sure, he was good, and we can use that as a tricky wicket to stick us in the same fucking place. That's not where we want to be. Don't don't look at that. Ignore that. And just think about, he did something that's not fighting, and people found benefit to that. Even They could never get, they could never get that amount of benefit via fighting because fighting is the end of a spectrum right it's like yellow turning into orange or something right it's, it's a different color it's a different thing and so because of that you can see a different way to lead your life all right yeah yeah that has nothing to do with the fighting now we can go we can get sneaky with it and we can go well so then that's better than fighting and we say yes but then again it, like that that's what i was outlining right now is if you have a, pe- a society of people that's peaceful then you go oh that's great that's a great way to live right. and everything's great you get a guy who's real destructive and powerful in that he takes over that society so you could say well fighting is better than right. being peaceful he takes over that society but then no one in that society likes life anymore it sucks so then someone inside that society goes hey if we're peaceful life will be good again right. and so then people become peaceful you see it's this right. cyclical it's the loop. thing yeah. right so so y- you can really easy delude yourself into thinking they're the same thing and that's where you've got to separate them they're not the same thing they're two different things now, you could argue, and I would make this argument, that not fighting is a better way to live your life than fighting. But if you need to fight, you need to fight. So, right. But my question is from a like standpoint of like Aikido. Um, Aikido is uh, teaching you not to fight. But it's doing it within a martial context, which means you have to know how to fight. Otherwise, why, are, why aren't we just doing... Uh, you know, just doing the movement stuff and calling it that. Like, it is a martial art. Therefore, it, there has to be some Elements f- of element fighting. of fighting in there. That's why I'm saying you you need you have to have the the fighting aspect. And so that's why, to me, this seems like a good idea to bring in people who already know quote unquote fighting and then teach them the, on top of it, it opposed to the Brand problem. We, the problem the we have now is like we're getting people who are not fighting and don't understand fighting and they're coming in and wanting to do a martial art and learn the fighting skills from Aikido which yes. doesn't have that yes. and doesn't need that. Yes. That's a problem yes. if you're doing a martial art. Yes. But okay. can you see how the first way you described that will trick the people in the second way you described that? The first way you described <laughs> that 
says, well, see, we have martial skill because what you're learning is martial skill. And then people who don't have any martial skill go, okay, then I can get that from Aikido. But you can't, right? Do you see the first description you made will confuse the second description you made? Mm. So what you're saying is Aikido – so I, I, I think I can come up with a clear way yeah, to, yeah. to distinguish this. But let me just explain again what you said. Aikido has to have martial skill because we are learning to deal with martial things. Well, And so if you conflate the word fighting and martial, then what happens is you go, ah, Aikido teaches you how to fight. So then people who don't know how to fight and nothing about fighting, they go, oh, Aikido is a good way to learn to fight and apparently better than other ways to learn to fight because people who did other kinds of fighting did Aikido and say it's better. Right. So, yes, that is not what I was saying. Uh, and, and so I must have been confusing. I mean, that sentiment that you were saying is 100% true right now. Um, and I think that's where our problem comes. Yes. Is that we're conflating the yes. two and that we shouldn't be. All that I am saying is that in order for Aikido to exist as a martial art, there has to be some kind of martial aspect to it, right? Yes. But that doesn't have to be fighting. Yes. Okay. Yes, that is correct. And now we're on the same page. Yes. <laughs> but it's, it's, a, it's a sticky wicket because... And then, and then, I mean, the and this is why this is also confusing because then my next question would be like, well, what are the martial aspects that are not fighting? You know, and that's the part I think that this podcast is about, probably. Sure. And the greater conversation about Aikido needs to move toward, and maybe we're not there yet, and especially not there for this podcast. But maybe that's a future podcast that we need to yeah to talk. I mean, about. I think we can totally talk about it right now. It, it's just tricky. It's flat out tricky. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you get someone, so there's a story. I wish I could remember the guy's name. There's a story that, of this guy who. Uh, uh, was a sparring partner with Yoshiba. They were sparred, and and apparently Yoshiba never beat him. They would spar and they do judo or whatever, and and Yoshiba would always lose. And then after Yoshiba had his enlightenment experience, they had some kind of get together, and in the get together, the guy decided that Yoshiba was a better martial artist than he was, and he became Yoshiba's student. I really wish I could remember his name, but I can't. Um, so we could read this lots of ways and and a tricky way to read it is like conflating those words like martial and fighting right, right. and all kinds of stuff could get mixed up in there that that guy all of a sudden they had a sparring match and Yoshiba beat him right. at sparring and, and then, then he goes right, oh yeah right, you're better right, right, right. another way to read that is Yoshiba did something different right. than he ever did before that might not be sparring might be all kinds Some, of things yeah and that made this guy realize, oh, oh there's something oh, that's the real that's better, yeah, better uh, than the yeah, stuff yeah, I've yeah, been yeah, doing, yeah. right? Because there's a limit to this stuff I've been doing. And I mean, that's the problem anytime you get into, you know, so when you track this trail of martial arts, and I mean, I did it, you know, which is like, first, maybe you think like, oh, I need to be the strongest dude, the toughest, dude, right? Maybe right. the strongest dude first. Like, I need to get real yoked and fast and all this stuff. Okay. And then you go, ah, I fought people who I wanted to quit fighting even though I was tougher right, than them right, right. or stronger than them because they were tougher than right, me. Right, right. So then you want mental toughness. So you start to build mental toughness. That's awesome. And then that gets to a point you're like, look, there's a guy with a gun who can right. shoot me even though My I'm mentally toughness. tough and right, strong. Right. Okay. So this keeps going, 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 going. And it ends up making a big loop. But but the truth is one stage on this is not getting into conflict. And that in some ways is the most powerful thing because your conflict skills will be useless if my ability to not get into conflict with you right. is greater than your ability to win a conflict right correct so if you're interpreting this story as um and we have the benefit of looking back in history and also the 
um, the difficulty of not exactly knowing what happened and what the whatever true facts of this story are. So we're guessing. Sure, we're just guessing. It's we're, a good parable. I mean, like to, it's a to me, story. Yeah, it's yeah. a good story to think about. And that's what it is. It's a story. So, right. you know, there's the limitations to that. But based on looking at this story, we have the benefit of looking back at it and going, okay, so perhaps Ueshuba, um broke broke something. In terms of like broke the broke through something broke like through. yeah made, yeah like made like new... you know what I mean how to break through in terms of like what fighting is and maybe there's something else beyond quote unquote fighting mm-hmm. whatever we mm-hmm. conceptualize fighting to mean right mm-hmm. this sparring partner he suddenly was able to beat but maybe beat isn't exactly what we think of when we think of sure, beating that's someone exactly right yeah and so there's these it starts to pose these other questions of what else might there be aside from winning a fight in the quote unquote traditional way. Right. And I think the Not best, out. the best read of that, of this idea of Ueshiba wanting, um, black belt wanting well-experienced martial arts to, to, for him to train in his martial art. Uh, the, I think the best read of that is to go, he understood that the journey of a person is, to want to go do fighting stuff generally per- first because that's what young people are into. That's what young people can think of is fighting, mm-hmm. is winning or losing, mm-hmm. is beating someone or being beaten. Uh, and so that's what a person has to do first. And then once they have all that, once they see all of that, they see the pros and the cons and they've had some experience there, then he can take those people and go, okay, you've seen fighting, you've seen winning and losing and being beaten and being beat horribly. Mm-hmm. Now let me show you another way Mm -hmm. where maybe you don't have to get beaten horribly, but you also maybe aren't beating someone in the traditional way, Mm -hmm. breaking breaking that that dichotomy. Right. To me, that's the best way to read that story to make sense of why that would be a good a good thing to take already experienced martial artists. And if you're looking at it like that, that maybe makes it. Now looking at at today's society where, you know, we're just dojos. We take whoever off the street. They may or may not have experience. The difficulty with that is those people don't have that experience of going to other martial arts, being beaten, uh, beating other people, understanding what that takes, what that puts you through, you know, what it's like to be truly beaten, you know? And so because they don't have that, they, they are still in that mentality of, you know, win and lose, you know, f- you know, beat or be beaten. Right. And they're trying, they're expecting that from Aikido. Right. And that's the the problem of it. Well, and I think there's probably, there's also some, le- and this is maybe a point I was also trying to get at. It's like, so, uh, Osensei was trying to show something. Um, he had to have a, a, a context, a uh, something to do it with, right? So, he, there are, fighting things in it because that's the, the the foundation he was using to show this other thing, right? So that's why I was talking about needing martial skills or, like, fighting skills because that's the thing that we're using, the underlying... Right. Do you know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying, but the way you're saying it is deceptive. So I know what you're saying. It's I not know, deceptive to me. I, know, I, I understand, mean, like... I, I, but I think it's only not deceptive to you because you understand what you're saying. Like, I think people who don't have a background to understand this, that is very confusing. I think what you just said is very confusing. And it's easy to conflate because what you're saying when you said that really directly was you have to have fighting skills in order to do this. You don't. You don't have to have any fighting skills in order to use Aikido. 
Right. Now, there's okay. a limit yes, 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 to that. Yes, yes. There's a limit to that, meaning you might need fighting skills over here. And people who did other things have that backup because right. they did that other stuff. So that's cool. But Aikido doesn't have fighting skills. Aikido is about not fighting. The most fighting skills in Aikido, the most fighting we have, is nothing compared to other systems. Right. And that's For why sure. people who and study that's why fighting we, look at it and go, you guys don't have any fighting skills. Right, right. And they're right because we don't. And that's the trick of the whole thing. You have to separate the word conflict and the word fight. Right. Because sure, the word sure. fight's loaded, man. Right, it means right. we're struggling. We're in struggle. In Aikido, ideally, you'll never have physical struggle. If you have good Aikido, you never have physical struggle. Now, that doesn't mean that we will do that. And if we fail, then we need to have other stuff. And that's like jujitsu or weapon skills, all this modular stuff uh, we were talking about before. That's like this other stuff can plug and play in with that. But the skill set taught in Aikido is a different skill set than fighting. I I don't know. Maybe another way to Mm. say what Josh is saying is that like, um, having a background in other martial arts allows you to contextualize Aikido, to fit Aikido in with the rest of a, uh, a world of martial arts. And so having those other martial arts allow you to kind of um, contextualize it with other skills you already have or build upon other skills you already have. Um, but- right, I mean, this is my idea, but like actually listening to the way that Chris explains it, I think like I, I'm sort of having my own whatever about this you know because for me initially coming in it's like yeah you should have some background skills and and part of that is just like yeah an understanding of like martial fighting context so that you you know where this thing sits and I think it it makes it easier if you've done these other things like Maya was saying if you have been in situations that are sort of the win lose like whatever um that allows you to see Aikido as it is, and it's very yes. difficult to do that otherwise. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's exactly right. And like, so that's why, and I think you guys are kind of saying similar things right yeah, now, yeah, which yeah. is like, which is like, um, if you have a background in fighting, you understand what fighting is, and then you can see the limitations of fighting. Right. And then when you see something that offers a way other than fighting, you're like, oh. That's a clever way to handle things that doesn't involve fighting. And like a really rudimentary explanation of this would be, you know, if you study jujitsu, the only way you know to study, a, to solve a problem is jujitsu. Right, right. So that means like, you know, if someone says, hey, I need um, a, a glass of water, can I have a glass of water? And you have a problem with that, then the jujitsu answer is to grab them and throw them down. Wrestle them to Hold the them ground. down. Go, you don't want water, do you? And they go, no, I don't want water, right? So like saying that like if, that, if that's what you're using, and so that, that's really, it sounds weird when I say it that way because like everyone has skill sets in sure. life that are beyond just jujitsu. So what Aikido is is a way to study the skill sets that are not struggle skill sets and make them better. Just like everyone could rudimentarily wrestle around a little bit. Sure. But right, when you right, say right. jujitsu, you get good at it. Everyone can rudimentarily deal with problems uh, non-physically, but Aikido is a way to get better right, at that, right. right? So like that's that's what's happening. Got it. Yeah. So it is kind of fleshing out other aspects of a martial skill set that um, – that Marshall like, different than fighting. Man, yeah. Sneaky, right? <laughs> Sneaky stuff, right. right? But you gotta say yeah. it. Yeah. I gotta you say think it. What, I'm, what I'm saying is like right. a, a, a world of conflict skills. Conflict area of skills. Right. skills. Yeah, conflict right. resolution right. skills. Right. And included in that is fighting, traditionally, as we think of as fighting. And also included in that is not fighting. Right. And that whole right. world covers all of those things. Right. And a person who... 
uh, has never done any of that stuff before, maybe doesn't know the difference between the two or doesn't understand the limitations of fighting or thinks that fighting is the only way to, the only skill set to have to solve a conflict. That's right. And to someone that has done that, maybe has seen the limits, yeah, seen the boundaries of that and go, hey, what if there's something else and are maybe more open to that that other world or that other part of that world. Yes. And so I think that's what, <laughs> all this to say, I think this is what Jared Wilson is proposing is that perhaps Aikido is indeed better for people that have had those experiences so that they're uh, mentally ready to accept that's right. not fighting. That's right. I mean, definitely so in my own journey, you know, like I definitely wanted to beat people up and uh, Aikido sounded, because I was tricked by that the way right, of saying right. that. Sure. And so I was like, oh, well, Aikido apparently beats up beater up people. So I want to learn the thing that beats up beater up people. So I learned it. And then I was like, hmm, I'm not any better at beating people up. Right. So because then, you still wanted to beat people up. That's right. <laughs> that's exactly right. right. The best way to beat people up is, is to, to beat learn them up. to beat people that's up. That's right. So then I went and learned how to beat people up. And then through doing that, go, boy, a lot of this is terrible. And some of this is a no-win situation. Right. right? So, yeah. And this is a thing that I hear in the Aikido community reverberated over and over and over. They don't understand that there are no-win fighting situations. Right? Right. There, there are, are situations. Right. If you fight in, you, you will, will die. Right. You will lose. Right. There's right. no right. way to win. And and you, you can't accept that until you have, with all of your will, tried to resist a person who, right. with their will – maybe even lesser than yours, can dominate the fuck out of you. That's right? the uh, sword, the samurai That's the, right. with it the sword on the battlefield, on right? Yep. Like you have to just accept the fact that you are likely going to die because you cannot stop a blade as it's coming. That's you right. Know, and I think because you're in that. we live in a mostly peaceful society and our, our um, interaction with violence mostly is via media of some kind, TV, movies, whatever. Right. And the good guy always wins. And the good guy always wins. And we always picture ourselves. Right. We always picture ourselves not only as the good guy, but the main character because we're all the main characters of right. our own story. We're never the dude who dies right, uh, right off the bat. Right. <laughs> like, right. And so we never, like if you've never been in that kind of situation, why would you conceptualize anything else? Other than, yeah, but I'd make it through. I'd find a way. Right. You know, even if I was outnumbered wide, I, I'd get lucky or something. Right. And, and, and beyond. That's unconsciously in us. Beyond the media, that is also representative of every story you ever hear. Right. right? So yeah. Story you in general. You don't hear yeah. stories from people who went to war and died yeah, because, they're because they're dead. dead. Right, right. You only hear stories from people who went to war and lived and they come back and tell you, well, all everything was out, but then I got lucky at this right, moment. Right. Or I knew to do this one thing and it saved me. Or, so in a way, culturally, like our heads have gotten like puffed up or have gotten, you know, expanded by the idea that we are uh, going to make it through in some way. Yeah. That we're gonna... I, yeah. I mean, I don't even know if I would put such a nice, I mean, you know, like it's not even a matter of puffed up ego. It's just a, a, a false reality. Like yeah. it, it just false doesn't exist like that. It. Like yeah. that's not the way the world is, you know? And so having, if you haven't ever figured that out, then how are you supposed to know? That's right. And so then the only way you can look at Aikido is must be the best way to beat people up. And you can't right. get that not beating people up is a is way better way answer better, a right, lot right, of times, right. you know. And I'm not saying this from a hippie perspective. I'm saying this from a, a guy who uh, is a firearms instructor. I uh, I do all kinds of stuff. I'm a firearms instructor. Now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, all kinds of stuff, right? Congratulations. I've done all kinds of um, all kinds of like combative stuff and fought and done done BJJ bro and done MMA bro and done all that stuff. And there are times. 
that with all that knowledge, I'll still lose fights. And I look right, at people right. and go, that guy will beat me right, up, or these right, three right, guys right. will beat me up, or that guy will shoot me, or and like Chris, there's another skill set we need to use right now, and that's the skill set that Aikido works on, and that's awesome if you want to be better at that stuff. So, so kind of going back to the question yeah. here. Like, Let's get back to it. <laughs> no, I think this is all good, like supportive stuff to this conversation. And there's things that we haven't said because we've said it in so many other podcasts about what we think Aikido specifically is doing. But that's kind of, we've discussed that before. But specifically for this, so what is the solution if if we're looking at it from a perspective of maybe Aikido was meant or, or better uh, suited to people who have other experiences, other martial experiences before this how do we how do we fit that in with what we're doing now because that's certainly not the case now you know just people roll up off the street and come in and do class and that's how they start you know aikido is their first martial art and how does that maybe create some dissonance with how aikido is and how it is now well i think it part of it is having is being like realistic about what it is now and like talking about it like we're talking about it now so that when people come in they do not have a false sense of what they're going to be learning right you know? right yeah. so yeah. not you know not having a situation where people come in and, and they think that they're learning a martial art a beat em up martial art right that they're learning something else and i think if, if you set that up from the very beginning i think that's helpful um and then continuing that way that through in the entire process uh, of learning so that people don't get um, an odd sense of the things that they are learning, you know, so that they, they have a very clear sense of like, here are the steps that you're going through. And at a certain uh, point in the process, if your Aiki has failed, you are going to have to use fighting skills. And those fighting sure. skills are outside of what we are teaching. That's right. So you may need to go get that someplace else. If that's, you need and to. that's the point that I was going to make next is I feel like um, we're in this interesting situation because Aikido isn't as popular as it used to be and and you know um dojo chose are trying to survive and run their dojo and still be able to live and do Aikido like they love they love to do but it's difficult because there's not many students like we are worried about getting new people in and we're like you know trying just really to be like hey come do Aikido we like it and, and we think you like it too you know but there's kind of like this panicked kind of uh, mentality I think kind of slowly kind of everywhere in the community because mm-hmm. people are like oh what if it dies you know mm-hmm. um, but because of that we're we're so attached into trying to get new people that we're like oh I'll bend over backwards for Aikido to be whatever sure. you want right. it to be what do you, BJJ. Right. 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 What do so, you need out of right. it right and so and right. because of that we end up presenting something that's untrue we're, we're presenting Aikido as something that it's not and it, it will never be able to meet that need that's there in people, uh, especially people that have never done other martial arts who want to kind of beat up on somebody. Like, it's really not that. And so at some point, they're going to be disappointed and, and be like, this isn't what I expected, and they're going to leave. And we're scared of that. And I, I, this is weird, but it's like, it's kind of like, you know, if you're in a relationship and you feel things aren't aren't good, things are kind of rocky, and you're like, oh, shit. And you're... you're uh, but you don't leave until you have someone better... Well, no, 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 Set no. What I'm saying is, like, when when you start freaking out, oh my god, it's going bad. <laughs> or they spend all the money in your bank account, and you're just like, God <laughs> damn, it. Like, that's well, the last time. Josh, this shit's getting too real. <laughs> that's no, not at all what happened. I promise, I have a point. That's why I thought you were going with it, though. But no. Go on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why people love this podcast, by the way. 
less about Aikido and more about the three of us. Yeah. All of our weird shit. You wake up in Mexico, one less kidney, and you're like, that was a fucking <laughs> that mistake. That was the... <laughs> and I knew it. I knew it months ago, but I didn't stop. Oh Sorry, go on. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Maya. Wow. <laughs> I swear I was trying to make a point. No, it's you, and it's going to uh, be a great point, I'm sure. I, so it's like being in a relationship that you know is tanking. And instead of going what am I doing? What is my role in this relationship tanking right now? You freak out and go, I'm going to hold on to this person even tighter. I'm going to make them love me. I'm going to do right. everything. I'm going to bend over. Me, yeah. I'm going to bend over backwards and make sure that they, uh, they see how awesome I am. And you start doing shit that's not even like you, yep. you know, that's not even you. And it's not even focused on really getting in touch with yourself and going, hey, why is my relationship tanking? Is there something that I am a maybe person? Maybe I need as to person? be out of it. Like, right. Or yeah, yeah right. maybe I need whatever that is. It's like not really looking at yourself and your role and your thing. Thing, and instead going like let me bend over backwards and try and make this work when in reality sometimes if you love something you got to let it go right. you know and I think what I'm saying is for new people that we're trying to get in and trying to bend over backwards for them trying to be something that we're not as a martial art instead just saying um, if you're really interested in fighting why don't you go try judo down the street that would be really helpful for you and I think that's what you're really into you know and being open enough to go you know hey student it seems like you're more wanting this there's that as well be open to the world of martial arts and at some point maybe that person will be like no but i think i I do want something i want aikido that's what i want you know what i mean we need to be clear about what we are and and be okay with saying this isn't maybe what you're looking for we're not turning people away but saying hey there's all these other things Right. open to you right. and, and and choose something knowingly knowing what it is well and that you know? i think that's the idea of yeah, <laughs> yeah no and i think that's the idea of like the more the merrier you know and like because yeah. um there's a business aspect to it and because people want to continue having their schools and stuff it's like ooh, i don't i don't want to send someone anyplace else i want them to do my martial art because because it's mine and i need to make some money off of it but right. by flipping it and saying, you know, maybe go try this or try this or try this and then come back to us if you're, you know, looking for something else. Um, the more people generally we get into martial arts, the more opportunity yes. we That's have right. to yes. prove right. to them yes. that we're doing something worthwhile instead of, you know, the the other thing. So yes. it's the more the merrier, man. Yeah, point them to other things that you like. If you're someone who uh, does Aikido but also thinks that jujitsu or, or whatever is important, good you personally go study that stuff and then maybe send other people because the the more things we know the more kind That's of right. connections we have the yes. best, right. the best for the overall community it's better and for it's everyone. better for the aiki right. community right. too so and i think you know asking the question you know what does aikido teach this has become a how to get students thing but um instead of asking you know what does aikido not teach ask the question what does aikido teach you know right. and so so instead of going what are we lacking like that's what aikido yeah, yeah. people are doing all, all the time yeah, yeah. so what do we have abundance of you know right. what do we have and we do we have got an abundance of a lot of things yeah right well and i think that's it seems not connected to the question but i think it is because the implication to me, at least, of this question is, you know, if the, if that is the case, that, um, you know, Aikido is more meant for people that have had other martial arts experiences, what is that? What's the implication implication for us today in dojos, you know? And, and, and if that is the case, then shit, do we need to restructure how we think about stuff, you know? And I think what we're saying now is that, like, maybe not necessarily but we need to be open with individuals with people and and every person who comes in 
really look at them and go, what are you looking for? You know, can can we help you? Come try, of course, be open, but also be okay saying maybe another experience would be better for you at this time in your journey, you know? Just, I mean, yeah, I think, yeah, just being totally candid about what you offer and what right. you don't yes. offer and then yes. let people make those choices on their own, you know? And, yeah. and and the stuff that Aikido offers is really great life stuff that most people do want mm-hmm. in their life. Right. Um, but you need to be honest about that so they don't think they're getting something else because then a year down the road they go, well, hey, I'm no better doing an arm bar. And it's right. like, you're never going to be. Right. Instead, we go, well, once you master Rokio, you can probably do an arm bar as good as right. any Brazilian jiu-jitsu school. Like, yeah. once you master our pens, you know, 20 years from now, uh, you'll be able to do Aikido like any jiu-jitsu guy. And it's like, but that makes no sense. Right. Like, no, right. you'll do Aikido like an Aikido guy. There's a limitation there, you know? And, and that's okay. There's limitations in everything. You know, like Maya was saying this couple podcasts ago, boxing coaches don't make any excuses that they don't know how to do headlocks or double leg takedowns or right, stuff. Right. They teach boxing, and that's great. And when people mm-hmm. want to know about boxing, that's who you go see. When people want to know about conflict resolution stuff that's not fighting, come do Aikido. Right. Yeah. I think that's a lot of like the what we see and why people think about aikido in the way that they do is because because it's a non-fighting thing and because a lot of the people uh who uh, do aikido cannot fight right like yeah they don't fight they don't practice they don't fight and that's, so that's they fine fight. but people assume that aikido is a fighting art like out people outside right. of aikido and even yeah. inside they see the 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 high ranking people who cannot fight, and they go, "That guy can't fight, yet he's a black belt in this fighting skill." That's right. What the fuck? It's tricky. Yep. And then that's what makes us look silly to mm-hmm. other people. That's right. You know. So instead, if we could just like um, a, if we had people who were you know in other uh, who were you know had fighting skills, uh, become aikido, uh, do aikido. Uh, then they could go fight and uh, not use Aikido, but fight. And the people would go, oh, those guys can fight. Aikido right. must right. work, right? <laughs> because, right? And that's not, what I'm saying is not that's true. That's a wrong association. That's a wrong association, but it's an association that people would make. Right. Or they would just look and go, um, oh, man, those guys can't fight. Oh, that's right, because they're not fighting, you right. know? Right. Yeah. But we need to have one or the other of those, ha- <laughs> you know? Right, right. And the second one is the better one that we should probably have. But... I think, you know, but that's the thing is that like because um, at some point we uh, Aikido became open to anyone because it's not teaching fighting skills. That's we have a bunch of people now who cannot fight. People still associate Aikido with a fighting art. No one can fight in it. And because that's because we don't do fighting because we don't. But so that association needs to change. And there's also a problem with understanding that like conflict doesn't have to be a fight. Conflict can be lots of other things that are not. That's like, yeah, that's a a whole. I mean, I think that's in that spectrum. Well, so like when you start saying that, it's like when you say like, oh, Aikido people can't fight. And uh, and then they go, oh, so there's nothing to do with conflict. So then it's just yoga. Right. No, it's fucking not yoga. Right. right. It's not it's not a pacifist thing. It's nothing. That's nothing to do with Aikido. Aikido is a martial art that deals with conflict, conflict. non-physically right. is how it wants to deal with conflict. And there's lots of times when that is beneficial and what you want. So 
So it's tricky when you say that. And, and I agree that we all need to go like Aikido people aren't good at fighting because that's not what Aikido does. Just like boxing coaches aren't good, good at, at wrestling, wrestling because it's not what they do. But you need to understand that conflict doesn't isn't just fighting. It's not yes. exclusively yes. fighting. Yes. Like if you look at my spectrum, there's uh, four stages that have nothing to do with fighting at all. And I think remotely. this gets down to the that idea of martial arts what is it and and what is fighting right, you know and right, right. It, we could answer so much of all of our problems if we just had a really clear sense of those two things yes. and i don't think we do no nope. um nope you know i mean maybe we do the three of us sitting around here maybe <laughs> maybe um you're sure tooting our horn a lot yeah. well, no just because we talk about it a lot and i mean and if anyone who listens to the podcast you know probably has an idea of the way that we think about these terms um, and I don't know if a lot of other, you know, people necessarily spend this much time really dissecting the things in exactly the the way that we do, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think that's um, definitely true. And so, but I think it's, yeah, that's a problem because then it leads to these confusions with people yeah. about what Aikido is and what it's supposed to do and what we even freaking want it to do. It's tricky, too, because even people who do understand what's going on and understand, you know, what Aikido is and what other martial arts are and all that stuff, when you start talking to a new person who has no idea, it can confuse you quickly. Just like, you know, if you've ever done, you know, a form with, uh, you know, you're good, you're a black belt, and you're good at doing a form, and then you do it with a brand new person who knows nothing, how quickly you can get confused. Because even though you know the form, you know what it is, because they're doing weird stuff, it's like, ah, you've got to constantly correct them. And it's a whole other skill to learn to do forms well with brand new people so you can help them out. It's the same thing when you're talking about what Aikido is, because if you get with a bunch of other Aikido people and we're all kind of echoing the same stuff back and forth, we go, yeah, it's a peaceful martial art, and it's not about fighting, and it's about self-defense, and it's about all this stuff, right? And that's cool, but then when we get with a new person asking questions it's easy to get tricked right, to be into like, saying things of course wrong, you know? we can destroy right whoever yes. you know yeah. yes i mean one of the trickiest wickets we'll i always look for in energy against them right yeah <laughs> um uh, something that i always see in students and like i i'm real careful about handling this is you know i'll say stuff like you know i is a peaceful martial art where we don't we don't want to have uh fighting at all right and students go oh yeah but i can tell you know you can fight pretty good right I'm always clear to say that doesn't come from Aikido. You're not going to get that from Aikido because like, yes, that's true about me as a person. And that could be true about you as a person if you want to study fighting also. But the Aikido is not teaching that. Aikido is teaching you another way. We have the fallacy of uh, the person is not the art. Right. right. That's right. That's the other thing. You know, so someone may look at Chris in particular and go, hey, you look strong. You look, you know, well-balanced and you look like you're doing things in a very martial fashion. Um, so that that must mean, one, you're good at fighting. And then, two, that Aikido is for fighting. Because right. I see, you know, like people are rolling and you just barely touched them, right. you know. Right. It's easy to make that association. It's like, well, Chris is strong because Chris is strong because he chooses to be. doesn't have anything to do with Aikido, you know. Right. And so there's all these associations that people jump to, which I, I get it. You know, people don't know any better and they're new and whatever, you know, but we, Those, it's, our, it's our job to right. be clear with them yeah. and to, to let them know what's going on. And when we purposefully obfuscate stuff, make it more confusing for people and, and, and trick them essentially, then eventually those are the same people that are going to go in, you know, five years or one year or 10 years. Hey, I'm not getting what I thought I was getting. Right. right. I am going to go fight an MMA. Aikido sucks. I'm going to make right. a YouTube right. video about how much it sucks. I need to, to pin for real now, right? I need to, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, let's not get into that. But yeah, no, no, I know exactly. You know what what I mean? You're exactly right. Yeah, exactly right. And and so we all have to be responsible for how we represent ourselves to other people. And and it's it, it is a little worrisome to me when we promise stuff that we can't fall through on. As as we're talking about this stuff, you know, to me, I'm seeing this. Uh, so I I break Yueshiba's life down into three big parts, at least is is Aikido life, um, which is like first there was Aikido the ba- or Yueshiba uh, the badass, right? Like he was the guy who like yeah, knew jujitsu and he crushed people and he was the personal protector of Onosuburu Gucci and went and tried to take over a country and all kinds of stuff, like fighting in wars, tough guy. Okay, then there's Yueshiba, the inventor of a new martial approach. Right, and that's the guy who's like teaching dudes from the Kodokan and like um, uh, doing duels with people and beating them with things that are not no one's used to. Like that's that guy, right? Okay, then there is Yueshiba, the the teacher of the youth of the world. Right, and that's when, like, you know, he's taking in students from all around the world, and he's like teaching about this bridge of harmony and peace and all this great stuff. So there's those three phases of this guy. Now, if we if we went to the the peaceful phase, people could go, yeah, but that motherfucker um, fought in wars and uh, broke people's arms, and he he's tough. So don't let it confuse you that he's just doing this peaceful stuff. He's a tough dude. Right. <laughs> But he's not teaching that now, and he's right, not teaching right, you that. Right. It's something different, you know? And it's like, uh, you know, uh, the middle phase is like, oh, you know, he's this great teacher of this new idea, and he only takes on expert students who already know what fighting is, and so he, he can talk to them in a way where we're, we don't need to explain what fighting is because we know that we can just talk about something different. And everyone has these experiences where, like, Yoshi is a genius. He came up with a different way to handle stuff. Now, if you take that same guy and you plug him into peaceful teacher of the youth, youth don't know what he's saying. Right. And they're right. like, oh, all this stuff you're teaching is teaching us how to break people right you know so it's like yeah. it's confusing depending on what phase you're looking at so at a certain point in his life maybe the approach that he was taking was truthfully i want to teach this to people that have a background already and this is sure. what, what what fits for me for what i'm on right now yes. you know well and it also could have been like that's also the people that were there right right, like right. yeah you know i mean part of this i think is just the logistics of the the world and where he was at the time which is like yeah he's gonna have people who know stuff training with him because those are the people that are around right, right. that was that was or, his community his network yeah, right. warrior people want to learn warrior shit uh, right. and so like obviously those you know and um, then you know there's also like you said another phase where he moved past that you could say or, or into a different yeah into a different phase into yeah. a different phase and so um Applying that to now, that I, I don't think it should mean <laughs> that we go back to only, you know, taking people with martial. Right, exactly. Well, first right. of all, I don't. I mean, you know, <laughs> we can't. We can't. Do that. Right, yeah. we can't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because if you if you're a person who is uh, already in your dojo, going like, man, how do I get more people like to blah blah blah. How are you going to get a bunch of people who already know one you know, student in your right, life? Right. You know? You'll have like the, right. So. Um, you, you, you have to be open to, to everyone, but you know, that's not to say it wouldn't make it easier if you had people who have already, you know. And I think, you know, like being able to explain to people right off the bat, like, look, if you're not from a fighting background, you don't know about that stuff. Um, this is going to teach you another way to handle stuff, probably a way that you're already kind of trying to use right now because you live basically a peaceful right, life. Right. Like clearly you're not going out and getting into shit. We can refine that and make that better for you. Um, but if you ever do want to learn about fighting, you're going to have to do some other stuff and just be fair like that. And then if you get people who come from a fighting background, go like, all right, now we're teaching you to not fight. Right, we're teaching right. you about stuff that's not about fighting stuff. Right. Use that stuff uh, if you have to at some point. Right. Otherwise, uh, set it aside and let's do this other thing so as for today there's no you know 
unified approach to all new students who come in as to whether, you know, they're not experienced so we can't accept them or anything like that. It's more like approach them as people, you know, see what they're interested in, what they need, what they want, and try and help them to the best of your ability. But there are also things that are outside of Aikido and it's okay to, to, right. to give them options. That's you know? right. That's right. I think, it, and this is something that we've got to all accept. It's okay to say you're not a tough beat em up dude right, as an Aikido right, teacher. Right, right, That's okay. Because right, right. mm-hmm. yeah, there yeah. are other ways to solve conflict that aren't about beating people right, up. Right. And so that's okay. And I think using the analogy of saying like, you know, a jiu-jitsu instructor um, isn't sad that he's not a boxing master right. because he's a jiu-jitsu master. That's what he is, you know, and a boxing the same of jiu-jitsu. Like it's, it's just the way it is. You're limited in the things you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't know. I mean, I think depending on who you ask, being peaceful and shit isn't in vogue. It isn't in vogue. It isn't <laughs> cool. It isn't hot. But you know who it's not hot to? People who have basically peaceful lives. Right. So they want to know about the other side. People who have shitty lives, guess what's fucking hot? Not being in conflict right. all the time. Right. Right. I can right. say this from personal experience. Right. It's hot right. Right. to not be in right. conflict all the time. It's like, oh, my life's When you are good. in conflict all the time. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. When you see it all the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Guaranteed that someone who literally has to fight for survival every day is going to be looking for ways to not do that is that. exactly right. right that is exactly right and people right. who generally live chill peaceful lives they're they like hey i want a little spice in my life that's right, right. right. i want to learn exactly about right. fighting i want to learn about getting fighting fight <laughs> i want to we'll learn how to punch little throw kick hands punch, little kick punch i want yeah <laughs> go ahead and uh, do that all right folks we're at 48 minutes Ooh, wow 48 minutes <laughs> I got to do that at least once an episode somewhere. <laughs> Have you ever done that before? Uh, well, not that particular thing, but I feel like some I do some weird, verbal. like, yeah, some Woo. weird little. Whenever you take Josh's Aikido classes, there's always a little bit of, like, a little bit of singing, a little there bit is. of, like. <laughs> there's always, like, yeah, some He's always weird like, noises. <laughs> that was once. Twice. <laughs> that was actually maybe a full class where that was just. One of the students' wives, she's That's Japanese. So she's like, she's talking about a uh, Josh sounded like he's doing kabuki, like when he, when he says the words, like he's, everything sing songy, like kabuki. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That that's, makes me so happy. Uh, that's just Josh's way. <laughs> it is. I do kabuki. That's how I teach. All right. Let's go ahead and thank our patrons. All right. Uh, thank you so much to our patrons. We really, really, really appreciate really, you really. guys. Really, thank really. You. Um, we super appreciate you. Um, you make it possible for us to continue making this podcast, and any amount helps. Yeah, and um, not just monetarily, also yeah, by giving us, us nice letters, uh, and, uh, ideas of ideas topics to do. You know, because like Otherwise, Jared Wilson yeah. of Marshall Thoughts Podcast did today. So. Yeah, go ahead and go over and listen to Marshall Thoughts Podcast. I think you can just look it up online. He's got a website sure can, for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's pretty cool. Chris has been a guest uh, on oh, it. I have been. I have. It's true. So. Um, well, you guys have been a guest on it, too, because he made one from the combat. Oh, there you so. go. Yeah. So you so, can listen to that. Woo. Yes. Listen to that. That is some um, quality content. Drop us a review or a um, comment on whatever podcast listening service you use. Go ahead and, you know, go on there and, and do a little rating because that always helps for other people to be able to see that. That's great. Um, and share it with your friends and yep. your other uh, dojo mates. Yeah. Yep. You can follow our Facebook page. Um yeah, we have a Facebook page, Aikido Discussed. Um, we have a Patreon page. Look yeah, us up Patreon on Patreon. Page, yeah. Uh, all yeah, all kinds of stuff. Thank you to Rob Kitson, John Smith, 
Senshin Center, Barrett Lippi, Yuli Simgu, Matt Mumford, Lenny Acuna, Urbano, Randy Stewart, Sam Sulian, Michael Heed, Jim Sullivan, Marcin Chiss, Hillary Jones, Franz Martinson, Brian Crowley, Thomas Polino, Flor Henewick, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Jim Gallant, Genghis Galahad, Matt Riley, David Dewberry, Okan Ayrton, Constantinos Andrew, Christopher Aceto, and Grant Templin. Oh, that's way more that's people than I, I kept like around the middle I was like oh it's almost done then it was like another 10 and I was like oh maybe still going yeah thank awesome. you guys we appreciate it um, okay tip of the week yeah, tip of the week I don't know if this is kind of weird but mm. like like kind of like, like oh. thought thought experimenty like okay. it's kind of related and kind of okay. not like we're talking about conflict you know and like trying to give people an idea that conflict isn't always like fighting isn't always the answer to conflict. Yes. So I don't know, for a week, find, and I don't mean attract yourself to, but just look out for conflict and see the different answers, the, the different various ways to approach conflict, whether it's physical, whether it's verbal, um, whether it's online, like, and, and take a look at and see how there are different approaches to answering conflict, what you can do to respond to conflict, whether you're in it or from the sidelines. Because I feel like that informs a lot of what we do is uh, approaches to conflict. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. I'm going to say do the fight club uh, version of that, which is just go pick a fight and lose. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll learn a lot about fighting. Right. Yeah. I mean, totally. Don't really do that. But I mean... You would. I thought that was an interesting part of that movie, actually. But um, I think your point is really good. And I know know that's kind of like amorphous, but like I think if you've only ever done Aikido, you know, you're definitely familiar with the the Aikido way to handle something. So look outside of that. I'm not saying that to go ahead and go get in fights with people, but but see what the options are as to what you could do, what that outcome would be, how that would contribute to the kind of life you want to lead or not. And watch and see, look out for people, and I'm sure you'll see several of these during the week. Look out for people who handle conflict really easily and there's no fight. Like a conflict arises and someone handles it with a simple word or a look or a gesture or a a diffusing method or there's lots of ways we can deal with conflict that never allow them to become fights. And that's what we're trying to do in Aikido. And and or maybe go uh, look, uh, get online, look at some videos of of, like fight, like street fight and see how many of those play out really well for people. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And think yeah, about I would I would recommend the videos of Honduras or uh, right. you know some right. some uh, intense place where people live with sharp weapons and see how and it see, plays see out. See how well fighting, quote unquote, and plays see the out branching for, options for people. for people at different points where someone maybe could not continue or make things work. You know what I mean? Like see where at moments pause your vi- whatever video you're watching and go, what else could this person do in this situation? What would right. I do? How could I handle this in such a way that There was that great video of the guy trying to uh kick fight uh machete. Yeah, dude. Dude, <laughs> I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast yeah, before, I think we but did. It's uh, people should find that video if you can. I don't even know don't, what you would look for. Don't kick people with machetes. Um, that's the that's the Anyway, and that, that story. That'll show you some about about fighting. So I, I really, we should post that video sometime when people are like, uh, how Aikido deals with kicks. And it's like, well, this guy with this right. machete will show you exactly <laughs> how to deal with the kick. This is how you deal with the kick. Know your options. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. sorry. Tip of the week. Distracting. <laughs> know your options. 
All right. Uh, cool. Yeah, we'll it. see you next done. week. Wait, next week. Am I correct in this? Will be the two year. It will be the two year anniversary. <laughs> Is that Holy. more important, uh, a bigger uh, milestone than the one hundredth episode? I don't know, but it's easier to count. So two Cheerios or two backflips or two high falls or that's way easier. Yeah. So I'm down with two. <laughs> <Than 100. laughs> yeah. So we'll do something fun for Maybe. for next week. Right. If we remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're fun every week. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. See you guys later. <laughs>